0: This is the Virtual Assistant Advantage Podcast, the podcast for Christian virtual assistants and the ministry leaders, business owners, and bloggers who hire them. Learn the tips, tricks, and advantages of working together. I'm your host, longtime virtual assistant and virtual assistant coach, Alicia Avant. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Virtual Assistant Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Avant, and today we're going to be talking about relationship marketing and also a little bit about how to use relationship marketing as a virtual assistant. I missed out last week on recording an episode. My oldest son graduated from high school this past Monday, a couple days ago, and it was Last week was an extremely busy week and I just did not have the bandwidth to record an episode. So I'm sort of combining what should have been last week's episode with this week's episode in order to get everything in for this month. This is a new month and we do have a new theme of the month. And weeks one and two were supposed to be what is relationship marketing and week two. Well, that was week one. Week two is supposed to be elements of relationship marketing. So we're going to combine those episodes into today's episode. So it may be a little longer than normal, but I wanted to make sure that we covered all the bases on this topic this month. So let's start with what is relationship marketing. I'm going to share some definitions and some things from some websites that I did some research on, but I will reference those websites and link to them in the show notes so you can go check out those things. But I'm also going to give my version of those definitions as well. So relationship marketing, according to techtarget.com, I'm just going to read part of their um, definition which says it is a facet of customer relationship management or CRM that focuses on customer loyalty and long-term customer engagement rather than short-term goals like customer acquisition and individual sales. So that is a really adequate or proper way to say that it is all about building long-term relationships with potential clients and customers so that you don't have to constantly be filling your funnel, so to speak, with new people. It is so much easier to get continued business from an established client or customer than it is to create new relationships, build new relationships, bring in new leads. And for a virtual assistant, long-term retention, I believe is one of the words that they used, um, is important. I have talked about extensively in the past what it's like to be a VA that is goes from what I call feast to famine mode, and that is very difficult. And when I first started my business, I did a lot of what I considered project-based work. So I did one-off projects. And once a project was complete, I would have to find a new customer or client to do a second project, a third project, so on and so forth. And so now that I have established myself as someone who does monthly packages and does the same types of tasks for my clients every single month, and it's something that I can do over and over again, I was able to create more client retention, and I was able to establish relationships with those clients that could continue on an ongoing basis. Now, I still do one-off projects from time to time, But my goal was to get X number of clients in retainer packages that were reoccurring so that I could have an established core group of clients that I have maintained relationships with instead of having to get new ones every single month. And that I've been able to do and have Ongoing clients for the last probably, I would say five years. I've had some of my clients five or six years now. But prior to that, for the first, I would say, seven or so years of my business, I had some loyal clients, but I also did a lot of just one off projects. But that is what relationship marketing is about. And so that is a definition that I found on techtarget.com. And then that's my, de- my version of the definition. Secondly, I want to talk a little bit about the elements of relationship marketing. And I found an excellent read over and I'm going to share some of what they say and then share some of my own experience But I I am going to use some of what they describe over on HubSpot.com. And again, I will link to this particular article because it was so good when I was doing some research about what others say about relationship marketing. They give some great examples, but they also give some elements. And that is one of the things that I wanted to talk about these elements are strategy, if you will, to implement relationship marketing into your virtual assistant business. The first one is that you really have to be customer or client focused in your business. You want it to be all about how you can help more, you can provide more assistance to your client. Because when you have clients who are loyal to you, the more you can do for them, the more likely they will stay with you. And so being able to provide more and more things to them, being able to help them and assist them in more and more areas of their business, the better off you are. Um, so ways that you can help them even more is helpful, is um, going to be key to continuing that relationship. So for an example, um, lately I have talked about, because we had an entire series here on the podcast last month, about nurture sequences. And this is just, I'm just going to give you an example because I have helped a lot of people with nurture sequences in the past. And one of the things that I find to be true with most business owners is that they realize that they need a nurture or welcome sequence in their list building strategy, but they don't realize what a a welcome series or nurture sequence entails. Like they don't know what emails to write. So one of the things that I did a couple of years ago is I created a template that tells them what types of emails are good for a nurture sequence, are helpful in a nurture sequence, and I give them some ideas and then I give them a template by which they can write their own nurture sequence. And this has not only helped my clients to be able to create a nurture sequence for their business, but it's given me a project, another, an additional project to help them with because then I get to set up this nurture sequence for them in their autoresponder because most of them do not know how to actually set up an auto series or an autoresponder series and so that automations it's called different things for different programs but that is a win-win situation and that is what relationship marketing is about so that was number one And number two is to engage with them. You want to engage with your potential clients and customers and with your ongoing clients and customers, engaging with them, spending time, getting to know them and their products, their services, whatever it is that they offer so that you can build that relationship is key. Finding ways number 3 is finding ways to help them use technology to automate systems in their business. Every client I've ever worked with has wanted to streamline different pieces of their business so that they so it took them less time so that they worked more efficiently. And if you can help a client brainstorm how to be more efficient in their business and how to streamline an area of their business, no matter what it is, that will you will be a hero in their book. And I have done this with numerous clients, and it has really helped them to see that I am about helping them be more efficient. So that is number three. Number four is that you want to offer them some sort of incentive to continuing their relationship with you. So whether that be ongoing like referrals, like if you, I've talked about a referrals system here on the podcast before I have a whole episode, I can link it in the show notes, but I have a referral system for my clients that if they refer someone to me and that person purchases a package of ours that they get something as an incentive for that. And so that is one way that you can reward your clients and customers. And then the last one that they have more on this list, and I'm not using exactly what they said verbatim from HubSpot because I made my own list as well. But you always want to regularly communicate with your clients. So don't just do the work and not update them. Or if you don't hear from them, just assume that they don't need anything. Always follow up with your clients. Always actively engage with them and communicate with them on a regular basis. Even if they haven't sent you anything, check in with them and say, Hey, how's it going? How can I support you? Um, just ask for an update. Let them know that you are there. You are willing. You are ready to help them. Give them suggestions of ways that you can help them. All of these things help to build a relationship with your present clients and customers, but also to build a relationship with those potential clients and customers as well. So those are some of the elements of relationship marketing. And I, these, this is from my own experience, but also from what I've read in an article on HubSpot as well. And again, what, that will be linked in the show notes. So this is week one um, and two put together for the topic for May, which is relationship marketing. Next week, we will talk about ways to use relationship marketing in your own business. And I hope you will be back to listen to that episode Have a great day. Thanks for listening.